evening, Fabcasters. This is Arbar. With the drive time, I haven't uploaded something. I haven't actually journaled anything for three, four days. Pretty crazy. Sorry about that. I was in Washington, D.C., and I did a little experiment. Okay, so it's about three and a half mm, with traffic. Could be four-hour drive all the way up from... Virginia to Washington DC which was our starting and finishing point and here's the experiment so I had four kids in the car my in-laws who are uh, very very supportive of the Fabcast and here's the the experiment was I let them wa I let the kids watch uh, DVDs movies media on all the way up the four-hour drive up uh, to DC and I noticed a difference between the drive up and the drive down, zero DVDs, zero movies the way down. They were completely different people when I took away the TV. So it was a little uh, social experiment that I conducted on my kids. Call it cruel, call it experimental, whatever. I don't. It was a pretty interesting experience. They were, they were, there was just a different spirit in the car when, when uh, they were full of media. It's like there was just the spirit of, I don't know, bickering, arguing. Uh, I was I was actually the most affected. I was draconian, mean, cruel. When when I took away the TV on the four hour drive down, uh, there was a lot of they were they were giggling a lot. They were it seemed like they just got reconnected. Whereas they, when they when I pumped their soul full of full of media. Right? It's like they became zombies. And then and then when I shut it off, instant fighting. And I noticed this on an airplane ride too, one of the last trips I took. These the, these two boys, these two young brothers who sat behind us on a California trip, they as soon as the plane took off, right? As soon as during the, the safety safety brief, these two boys um, silent the whole time because they were watching movies the whole time. As soon as that plane hit the deck and they turned the movies off, those those brothers were about to fight each other. And the dad got in. He was yelling at them in front of everybody. It was just... It, was, uh, it wasn't a surprise that that happened. So that was like with my kids. So when they were full of media and I took it away, there was whining, there was bickering... And my attitude was was very bad as well. No media on the way down. Uh, my, at the end, my son was saying in the mirror, "Please." Like he was asking gently, no whining. It was he was just a different. He's a different kid. So there's only one of them that has in sort of a rehab. He grew up on um, your baby can read, which did accelerate his reading, but uh, it was a lot of screen time. And I'm of the uh, I'm a fan of John Rosemont who says it should be watching like three times a month, and I I really believe that now. I mean, there's far I I would have let my son be raised by the by the TV had my wife not gone to this class in Mission Viejo a long time ago, where this little old lady's uh, she gathered these women around her and she says don't don't let the TV be be the babysitter. And so my young wife brought that home. We were, we were in our 20s. She brought that home and she says, well, this lady says we shouldn't be uh, letting um, the baby watch TV all the time. And so I was like, oh. 
And it never dawned on me before, you know? It was, like, it was crazy. So, on the drive down, I know I'm beating this dead horse, but they were talking to each other. They were so connected. And so I think this is the same thing with 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 my colleagues, with people that I, that I watch of my same age, and, I, and, I, and as I'm just scanning every single restaurant that we, that we went to, um, there's just a sense of disconnectedness in, in the realm of connectivity. Like we're supposed to be the, the most connected people in, that humanity's ever seen. But in reality, we're the most disconnected people ever. Like when I had, when, when we moved from Hawaii to the East Coast, um, uh, it was the first time where I didn't have a smartphone. First time ever. And I had to drive from Baltimore, Maryland, up to Rhode Island. So, I mean, that's like, that's like 800 something miles or maybe 500. I don't know. It was a long time. It was supposed to be a six hour trip. I got lost. It ended up taking me a lot longer than that. But it was my first time driving. Okay. It was my first time driving without a smartphone, without GPS. And I was, my driving sense, I just became super aware like all up in that up until that time, I mean, I, th I think my first smartphone was I don't know, two thousand seven, I think, two thousand seven, and so I finally got rid of my smartphone in two thousand fifteen. It was a world of difference. It's like I got my brain back. And when I drove, when I drove those hundreds of miles, I was I was reconnected to the road, and my my brain wasn't used to it. But I had just this new sense of awareness. I mean, I could I could see it was like I'm seeing in living color. Whereas everything up until then, I was everything was my my mind was just half engaged with everything. And so I think there's been a bit of, of freedom. I, I mean, a lot, not a bit. It's been a ton of freedom since I got rid of that thing. Smartphones are a drag. And this is just for me. This is my personal conviction. I'm, I don't tell anybody to get rid of their phone. I'm just asking them to look in the mirror. And maybe, maybe if, see, like for me, when I saw other parents at the park neglecting their kids, I wasn't, I didn't have any sense of like, oh, I'm, look at that idiot over there. Or, or I wasn't judging. I was, I had this broken hearted sense of, oh my gosh, is that what I look like? Is that what I, and so I still do it now. Like I'm looking at my flip phone. I won't even get rid of that thing. But um, so anyways, it was a good trip. It was, uh, man, too much to unpack. Maybe I'll unpack it in the next couple of days. But on the way up, my wife always changes my life by introducing me to like new speakers, new pastors, new books. So this time, for the first time ever, I heard this guy named Dan Moeller. Holy smokes. Like, one of the best gospel um, messages I had ever heard. So I'm just going to repeat the phrase I, that was ringing in my mind all week. And, and that's love costs me nothing. Like for every situation in my life where I want to get angry or spun up, to be like Jesus and just be love in this situation actually costs me nothing. So I don't have to muster up any kind of cost, right? And this was a, this was 
indirect um, this was to combat that that saying that that discipleship is costly and that being a Christian is costly and it's going to cost me a lot well Dan the man said no it doesn't it doesn't cost you anything in fact you're not the source of love it doesn't come from you it just flows through you so for me to be love in every situation man it was just ringing through my head all week it's like when my kids would do something I would have the voice so clear in my mind saying you know it doesn't cost you anything to be loving right now <laughs> like you could respond in love right now and it costs you nothing but your pride and the fact that you think you would it, would it would make you feel better if you if you rip this kid up and if you if you belabored um, lecturing them until they were drawn to tears and all that stuff that I don't want ever do as a as a parent but I just want to be loved and he also made this distinction that that non-believers need love and Christians are just called to be love they're not they're they're just, they're just called to be love. So I hope that rings in your mind. Like it, it doesn't cost me anything to be loving in any situation in my life towards my wife, towards my friend. And uh, we went to this taco stand, and I asked the the, the cashier, right? And this is all when this is fresh in my mind, and I'm been preaching the gospel to myself all day. I said, "Can I get some extra cups? Because you know I got a bunch of kids, and I'm a cheapo. So I bought one Gatorade, and I wanted to split it. I needed three cups. She gave me one cup." And I said, can I get two more cups? So this gal says, she rolls her eyes and she goes, oh God. <laughs> and so I have to make a confession. Plus one of the listeners is going to know if I'm lying here. So I just got to come totally clean. I got angry. And I said, fine, you don't want to give me some cups? I'm taking all the napkins and the, and the forks. It was wrong. It was wrong. I took some straws, took some forks, took napkins. Uh, my friend texts me back, you know, LOL or ROTFL or, or LMAO. I don't know, wrote something back, but um, said that was so Pinoy, Pinoy vengeance. Um, okay, so anyways, not cool to do, but I did it and I confess. And I, I, if I could go back, I would just say, you know what, you're valuable in God's sight. And uh, I think you're doing a great job. I, it must be so hard to me to sit there in, in a highly densely populated area and just serve all day. So I just appreciate what you do. And um, I shouldn't have asked for more cups. You know, I could have bur made my kids birdie drink. or I don't know. Anyways, good trip. Uh, it doesn't cost me anything to, to be love. And um, if you want to see your kids go crazy and just be disconnected from the world, then pump them full of media. But if you want to see something amazing... Go a whole day. I, ch I dare you, parents. Take away the this cell phone. Kids don't need cell phones anyways. Take away the, the DVD players on the rides and, and make them look out the windows. Make them in, saturate um, the, the, the scenery and the trees and make them roll down the window and stick their hand out the car like an airplane. Like Just to be reconnected. There's far too many kids growing up that are, that are going to be you know, menaces to society because they're disconnected from reality. But, um, I don't know, take them to the beach and have them, have them stick their hands in the sand and feel nature and let them get muddy and bring that mud back into the car. You know, who cares? None of this stuff matters. We're not, 
man, we're, we're, we're not going to be here for too long anyways. And if you're a Christian, this is especially true. Like, we should be living for eternity. Um, and, and the more the more and more frustrated and angry we get, maybe it's because we're thinking about ourselves. Like, come on. But anyways, I got to get back inside the house, get back to cleaning, because this is what the Lord wants me to do. And I just had to share that with you, Fabcasters. Get rid of the phones. Doesn't cost you anything to be loving. Just be loving. Let the love flow through you. So let me let me pray for us, okay? Lord, would your love flow through me today? Would your love flow through me? And me, I always be reminded that love costs me nothing. It costs me absolutely nothing to be like you and just to think like you think and for your thoughts to become my thoughts and for me to say, Lord, just love people through me. You can use me, use my mind and use my my tone of voice and use my words, Lord. And I repent and I confess and I repent of every one of those instances that I, that I chose not to be loved this week. And I thank you for your forgiveness, Lord. You, you're an amazing God. You never grow weary. You never get irritated. You never... You never do those things that I'm always prone to. So thank you for being you. And help me to be more like you. Give me your thoughts, Lord. And everybody who's listening to this, give, give them your thoughts. And let your love flow through them. Amen. Love you, Fabcasters. Peace out.